0: What the Friday! What the Friday! Hello and welcome to What the Friday with the Birch and Birch team, Bill and Morgan Birch in New Jersey and New York City.
1: And What the Friday it is. Yes.
0: Do I I look awake? I feel like I didn't do a good job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've had a crazy week and I'm surprised you got any time for any sleep, so I'm just happy you're here.
0: That's a really nice – that's nice. It's more – I mean, it's not – yeah, thank you. That's nice of you.
1: <laughs> As I get older, it seems to get easier to sleep. And is that sleep, true? More than I'm supposed to. Do you
0: think that that's actually um, true?
1: Yeah, I think so. could be because this career is a little bit easier on my soul than my last one.
0: Uh-oh. You froze up. Yeah. I mean, I think anxiety is a big part of it. Am I breaking up because you froze? Okay. Uh-oh. We're using the... I tried the hmm Bad idea.
1: <laughs> anyway, let's we'll jump
0: into it. Um, do you want to talk bidding wars? We called this the, the crashing wave of the real estate market. And the reason we called it that... Dad, is your fantastic analogy for what we are seeing happening here right now, which is? No.
1: Which is, I'll take that as my, is the, what do they call that? The segue or whatever. The, the I teed, teed you up. She teed me up. Um, basically- You know, we've talked about how many people are moving to the suburbs and especially from New York City. We have a lot of people that are just like came crushing across the river. And of course, we thought that we were going to see a lot of that here on the Gold Coast. Right. Um, We saw some, but not nearly as much as we thought we were going to have. And it all moved west to yards. It was all about yards, driveways, back decks and stuff. But it's blown up, and I know that in the last few garage, weeks, when you a yard, listen to this, a private
0: entrance. ooh, baby, yeah, that's what everybody wants,
1: and they want it so much. You yeah. know, talk about talk about the bidding process and how high things are going, real quick, because you're working out in the county or out out in, in the, the suburbs, suburbs more. more than I am.
0: Yeah, I, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to learn through experience, but there are bidding wars frequently, almost on average, going. Up to 50% over ask.
1: Right. I, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing 25, 30, 30 40, 50. up to 50% over asking price to get a yeah. deal done. Yes. It's insane.
0: It's a it's seller's insane. market. Um, most buyers are putting in a lot of offers before actually getting one um, accepted. And by the time they get there, it's because they're learning they have to keep increasing above ask, above ask, above ask, more, 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 more. And, and they're getting outbid. Now, we so we're seeing that, and it's so extreme in the suburbs that people who were, a lot of the buyers who were in Manhattan and thinking, let me just go to a house, or in urban New Jersey, and like, let's just get in a house. Let's get a house. Let's get a yard. I don't want to do this anymore. If I'm locked in somewhere, I want it to be more comfortable. They still have that thought process, except the cost is so high in the suburbs now, and the the process is so painful because you have to you have to put in so many offers and you have to go so much higher than you would expect that your analogy of that, that's like a wave crashing against the suburbs. It gets really high. And then people start to come back and be like, all right, I do want a bigger place, but maybe instead of getting a house, I'll get a two bedroom or a three bedroom in the more urban New Jersey area. So there's still a little more space, but I don't have to compete with, 15 people to get in I only have to compete with one or two or three you know
1: right yeah I think
0: it's,
1: that's what I'm saying I was talking to um, a number of brokers out west in the suburbs a couple days ago well you were in the same meeting
0: yes I was And they were talking yes, about
1: because um, my thought was uh, how are these appraising you know, the, the, oh, you know the how are these all,
0: appraising yeah well that's appraising? a really good point we should talk about that
1: so the So what happens is a lot of the buyers are financing. Part of the the big rush right now is also due to super low interest rates that we are mind-boggling. And when the mortgage company comes in as part of the process and they appraise a property and they look at the appraisal, sometimes you can run into a problem with that when you bid way over ask because comps don't match. And they're like, well, you'll never get your money back out of this. But somehow, um, whether it's appropriate or not, they're getting the deals done and very few appraisals are kicking them back out as being too high. So right. that was a shocker. I, was I a shocker did not to me assume too. that.
0: Um, but yeah, appraisers are, are doing pretty well. We actually, I'm in an interesting position right now because one of my buyers, um, we have a great, we have a property and we actually got it below ask, which is super rare. Um, and I'm, what really worried about keeping that? I want to make sure that deal stays together because I think if it falls apart, that seller is going to get somebody else to buy it for a higher price. And uh, so I'm like, okay, we can't, <laughs> we we don't want to give that impression to the seller that we're desperate and we'll do anything. But we also really don't want to push them too far because they will find someone else quickly.
1: Right? Yeah. And isn't that? It's always tough with your client because the clients. Buyers and sellers yeah. look at the real estate industry and look at real estate agents and brokers with a sense of skepti- skepticism
0: yes, definitely. that we're
1: trying to talk them, you know, and granted there are some yeah. out there that do that, but not that I many, mean, but you know, you get into a pickle like this and you're looking at that and you're thinking, we really do not want to disturb this deal. We don't want to pick a fight over a home inspection that we that kicks us out or yeah. something out one of the mm-hmm. other contingencies in the contract. We want to keep this going. And and you and I have both been in situations where we've represented the seller and the seller's like, you know, we've got another offer that just came in. Yeah, why don't we go that? Yeah. All cash, no contingencies. And then you have the other buyer that's there trying to squeeze you, feeling like they've got to get their extra two cents worth. Yeah. And the seller's like, I don't like you anymore. I like the guy with the <laughs> cash <laughs> offer. Why would I stick with you? Me. You're,
0: you know... I mean, once you're under contract, they, they tend to, to stick with it because it's, you know, hell. But every once in a while. You know,
1: every once in a while, things change. And
0: we in just, this market, it's easy to find somebody to replace you. So
1: We had that happen a couple of weeks ago, or I did, um, down on the waterfront. We had a we had felt that the seller was um, – I was representing the buyer on that deal. And we felt the seller was under some pressure, so we squeezed and we – just no sooner did we get into contract and send the contract off to attorney review that they got a higher cash offer. Yeah. And we were out instantly. And, and even the broker, the handling it for the seller, who's somebody I really like and have a lot of respect for, called up and said, guess what?
0: <laughs> I'm sure you're not surprised.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're not Surprised. But, but here's yeah, what happened. Yeah, that's so. fair that can happen. But when you go to your client, if you're representing the buyer and you tell them, I don't think I would do that. I don't think I would push any harder. They don't, they really don't think of themselves as being in a competitive setting with somebody else. Right. And that that seller has So
0: it's binding and the seller should perform, but that's not guaranteed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And things change. And you know, speaking of that, let's. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about absorption rates r- real quick, and Perfect. we'll talk about how things change. Um, if you don't, that mind. was the
0: most normal. I feel like we didn't. Wow. Okay. But here we here no, we didn't
1: practice. That. We
0: no no no. It was like the most um, just no jokes, straightforward conversation about the market we've ever done. But that's yeah. about to change okay. because Dad did this. Dad, tell yeah. me about these graphs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate myself. This is one of the most frustrating things that like we're changing to use Google more. I've got all my numbers in the Google spreadsheets. And then I go to do my charts today and I'm like, how come they're different? Crap. How do I make them the same? He
0: figure it out. He said and, he wouldn't
1: share his screen because. <laughs> Morgan's like, no, no, you have to share it anyway. I'm like, I don't have time. We can't, and she's like, I can help you with this after we get done. <laughs> no, I don't want them to Because
0: I, I know. think it's so funny. They don't make any sense. And it's hilarious. <laughs>
1: Well, imagine, imagine the top one and just putting dots on it and creating the line and comparing it to the bottom one.
0: You know what? Maybe it is the same. It just is a little spread out. Maybe it just needs.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Okay. We, we don't need to talk about it during our. So what have you noticed break. in the
0: absorption rate? What's the big um, takeaway? Notice
1: how much. Um, let's take, first of all, the bottom one basically shows the suburbs or northern New Jersey as a whole. And you can see how it dipped, right? This COVID is close to the beginning of it. When we started going to go into COVID, it dropped, and then it's bounced back up again. And most markets don't change that fast, you know. So now, it, um, it in the suburbs, basically, it's never been a buyer's market in the suburbs through this whole process. Our percentages have been pretty good. So it never did get down. I think in a buyer's market, most people would say that if it's down to 15 to 20 percent, then it's more of a buyer's market. So if you look here, see that um, that's 20 percent. So right here, we're in a buyer's market. But now look how things have changed just in the last week. And that's that, you know, what we were talking about, the wave coming back toward us.
0: When you say look here, are you like using a cursor or something? I don't. Know I am.
1: Oh, maybe you can't see it. Oh, I'm looking. Hold on just a second. Let me see if I can move over and click on the screen and get my cursor to show up. There you go. So check this out. So if you can see my cursor, this is Hoboken. And we talked about how Hoboken was picking up and then it got softer again. But then, bang, all of a sudden it's popping back up. This is point two. Let's say that's where it is definitely a buyer's market. So three weeks ago, we're in a solid buyer's market. And it's been tra- it's trending yeah, down. yeah, yeah. Then the next week pops back up. And then this last week, bang. know now it's inventory is really dropping. And if you look at the statistics, if anybody out there actually wants to see the chart that I used to do this, you can see all the number, the last column of numbers that I used over here to the left, we're actually starting to do it in a number of the, almost all the towns along the gold coast of, of um, New Jersey here. So the bottom line is, is that, um, Things are happening everywhere now, not just in the suburbs. And if you've been in Hoboken and waiting to get a deal, your time's about up. If yeah. you're a buyer and you were thinking, well, I want to wait and see what happens. Well, you've waited. And now you're we're, we've tapped the bottom. Right. And now it's coming back up. If you're close to making a deal with somebody, um, I'll tell you on behalf of your agent, you need to make that deal now. Yeah. Because things are changing quickly. Yes. And it's going to happen more as we, if we keep COVID under control, if a vaccine comes up, that's going to happen a little bit more. And just, uh,
0: I mean, I, I think it's just um, people getting used to it. Yeah. People are used to how to live in this scenario. And so they're actually taking action and there's less fear.
1: In New Jersey, we've actually, New Jersey and New York have both done a great job of keeping. Yeah.
0: The, keeping hope I think had control. four on Tuesday and two on Wednesday and zero on Thursday or something like that. So yeah. That's not bad. That's low. That's good.
1: No, that's exactly right. So, do you mind? Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. I you're welcome. You
0: read your mind. You We're did. So We're such a good team.
1: So you're you're kind of the newsy one. What's yeah, your so- What's your feeling about what's going on in the market generally?
0: I have two. I just have two news facts that I found interesting. We discussed um, many times, uh, week over week. It just I keep being like. New construction, single-family homes throughout the entirety of the U.S. It doesn't matter what market you are in. If there's an option for a single-family new construction home, that is the highest demand, highest priced piece of inventory out there right now. Um, And that home building has picked up for a third straight month uh, in July. And the, uh, the interesting... Other side to that is that there's a lumber shortage now because we just can't keep up with the demand. So that's fascinating.
1: That's probably going to impact construction prices.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. Supply to demand, classic. So what was my other – hold on, I wrote this down. Housing starts increased by 22.6%, which is a massive – increase far more than expected and more than is average. So more than the industry was prepared for.
1: It seems odd with the way things are going employment wise.
0: Yeah. Um, kind of. So I was thinking about this too. And the single family new construction homes are a higher dollar home. So I think that the type of employment that is less affected right now is the higher level you can work from home
1: mm-hmm.
0: jobs so and and a lot of those jobs have actually not decreased in productivity and because of that 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 sector of employees and buyers aren't really affected financially and so they can still go and buy that that dream home, that's a new... Because then you've got, the you've got
1: all the people that are are renting and can't pay rent or that own and no longer have a job. Right. What do you think is going to happen there?
0: Well, one... Are you setting me up because you see what's next? One... <laughs> because that's exactly what I was about to say. talk about. That's
1: part of the same...
0: Well, so Go one ahead. one analysis said that more than 29 million Americans in 13 million households are, across the U.S., are are likely to face eviction by the end of the year. And, I mean, that's actually both bad and and good in a way. It's not good that anyone is facing eviction. I'm just, here's why I'm saying that. The reason for this is, I'll come back. Hold on. I'm going to save myself. Hold on. (laughs) The reason for this is because uh, there was a moratorium, like you weren't able to evict anyone. But that hurts the landlord to an ex to as well. So Basically it's an
1: equal dollars wise, it's one person or the other.
0: It's robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying the landlord is more important than a tenant or the tenant is more important than the landlord.
1: Right. That's
0: why I'm saying it's both bad and good because mm-hmm. it's and having not allowing eviction is. means that landlords cannot make income, which means that that there's no, that hurts the housing market drastically because then there's no incentive to be a landlord and they're in dire straits financially on a massive scale. So then all of those units that aren't getting rent paid, the, the landlord can't make those payments to whomever he needs to make those payments to. And thus that hurts our economy drastically. But on the other end of the scale, tenants need places to live. And so if you're evicting them, where do they go if they can't afford rent? So it's it's just a mess in general. Um,
1: waiting I to happen. Because it, it, it's yeah. like we keep talking about it, but...
0: It hasn't happened yet.
1: We're not there really is, seeing the impact of it as much. There's an time.
0: act. Is it called the Dream Act? It's called the Dream Act? What is that? There is something being proposed where um, landlords can't evict you. Uh but I can't remember what the name of it is. Yeah,
1: I read something that that starting at the end of July, some landlords could, or was that commercial? Those were commercial evictions maybe?
0: Oh, I don't know. It hasn't been passed. And it would have to make it through both the House and the Senate for it to work. Okay. But anyway, so that's interesting. And and there was a Census Bureau survey that found that one-third of Americans are likely not to make their rent. Payment for August, which is a crazy high number.
1: <laughs> I have to look at that. I read some, read something in the Real Deal a few days ago with some more really current statistics on that. I don't think oh. it's that way here, but
0: no, that's just in, a, in America at I can large. Keep
1: my head together. We'll talk but about missing, it next week.
0: Missing one month rent is very different than being evicted because that's a sustained.
1: Lack of rental payment. Yeah, say. you know, and it, and as a landlord, you've got to look at who are you going to find because right now, um, our market when it comes to rentals in particular, okay. Manhattan, the metro of New Jersey. Yeah, rental yeah. rental concessions are incredible. Like one month, two months, three months. Yes. I think there I saw exactly. a statistic of almost thirty percent concessions in one way or another toward annual rent
0: especially new new construction rentals especially those
1: um
0: actually quick tip to all landlords and renters if you if you're a renter and you can't pay your rent or if you're a landlord and you have a tenant who can't pay their rent it does not have to be all or nothing try to negotiate like hey can i just pay half rent for the next two months or three months or from a landlord perspective i know you can't pay so let's figure out something maybe you pay later maybe it's a loan maybe it's a process out like
1: maybe it's maybe, a free month because if you maybe give it away one money. or two free months plus because of brokers it's harder to find to somebody, somebody to replace
0: there. them anyway so just be creative and flexible it's not all or nothing that's the the biggest tip of Yeah, good communication
1: late. almost always is the best
0: yes literally there. everything is a relationship i mean almost everything is a relationship and so when it comes to business, we think of things clear-cut either either this way or that way. It's this is what needs to be done. So you don't get praised for doing the right thing. You they get critiqued on being, doing the wrong thing. And and that's true for renters, too. Like, they pay on time. They do all this stuff. That's great. Tell them that's great. Like, it's a relationship. And people are really, – we're all social and relational. So if you want it to work out, you know, it's like that song from um, Wicked – Called popular. <laughs> do you know the lyrics to that song? It's so good.
1: I don't have it memorized now, but I've had it, heard the song before. I've heard you sing it before. Yeah, actually, quite good at it.
0: Thank you, Father.
1: So thinking about you, I haven't gotten to see you much lately. What's going on?
0: Yeah, it's what? been super, It's been very busy. I've been do, juggling a lot of things. And
1: what are you liking? Are you doing anything? Do you have, like getting to watch anything on TV?
0: No, you're referencing the okay, so I started watching The Last Dance and I've only been watch, I've only been able to watch it in like 15 to 20 minute segments and then I have to, you know, take a call or go to sleep or whatever <laughs> at night because you know we do a lot of work in the evenings after other people are done working. But um, The Last Dance is incredible and I want you to watch it because I I'm only The Last Dance Three at this place. It's, it's like about a- Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls and their heyday. And it breaks down not just Michael Jordan, but Phil Jackson, the coach, and I'm at, I don't know if they're going to talk about other people, but I would really like you to watch it. I'd like to finish it myself because I think it will inform at least a conversation about how we lead and how to run a good team.
1: Which is important to us because we are wanting to grow our team now.
0: Yes, and grow it very well.
1: Yeah, and do a good job so that our clients are like super happy. We want to be.
0: Yeah, thanks for incredibly- saying into that. We were talking about it earlier, and I was. Yeah, you said clients are super happy, and what?
1: What? What? Well, we want to be a great team. We need a team yeah. so that we can cover as many bases as possible at one time. We've done a lot of work that people can't see behind the scenes with. Yeah. Our project management software that we're using are, well, we have a flow chart system that we're using to flow chart all of our systems too. Oh, we yeah, have you, an assistant.
0: You love that flow. Man.
1: Online. I do. I love, I love that a lot.
0: It's really um, helpful. I make fun of you for it, but I really like it too.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That was a very gracious thing for you to say. I really appreciate that.
0: Really? Jeez. How, how bad have I been to you about this? <laughs> I'm so, I'm oh, sorry. I just like laughing, Dad. I So I just make fun of you, but I don't really mean it. Make
1: fun of me. Roll your eyes. Depends on how much energy you've got. If you don't have much energy, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk away. Morgan, did you hear what I said?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, That's I did. It. This is what you would like. Got it.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up. It's good to see you.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, good to see you too. Wrapping it up, um, we are.
1: Let's see what else. Oh, you should notice, uh, we'll I have a new intro and outro that I think you're going to put in, right?
0: For other locations, like just YouTube.
1: For wherever, yeah. Yeah, this know. is live. That's not my thing. Yes, we have
0: an intro, outro that we're going to use temporarily, and then we're going to replace it because I don't like it very much.
1: <laughs> it's one of those meetings. The world is run by those that show up. Show
0: up and do it. And you showed up and you did it. And so we're going to do that. And you know what? It's not the critic who counts. It's the man in the arena. And on this one, you were in the arena. And for that,
1: and the crowd goes wild.
0: Bloody and marred. If you fail, if you fail, at least you failed daring greatly. And I sat in the bleachers and was like,
1: that's kind of a crappy intro. <laughs> We talked about. It. I said, you know, we're, be nice that we do enough of this. We should really have more of a professional beginning and ending to this thing. And she said, oh, an intro and an outro. And I said, yeah, one of those things. So I just hired a contractor and said, I need yeah. one.
0: And they said, okay,
1: we'll do a couple.
0: You've been really good at that. You make it happen. It's inspiring.
1: Well, it's a lot easier for people to, you know, when the bl- when the sheet's not blank. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty good at a blank sheet of paper, but you're good at making what got on it look better after somebody put something on it You're well so are
0: you anybody is as as but the no. true visionary is the one who so can we're doing that a blank canvas and turn it into picasso
1: Right. Okay. well no that's yeah it's, it's a team thing or
0: victor klimt two of my friends are really big fans of him as an artist and
1: who's victor klimt
0: i'll send you some of his art but it's irrelevant to anybody else so- know
1: <laughs> am i the only one that doesn't know
0: i felt that way i was like oh he seems very famous <laughs>
1: <laughs> then you look i like,
0: am uneducated <laughs> Great. good 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 glad I to know my ignorance at least
1: if i had a little sims bubble that would be over my head that's what the bubble is. <laughs> <laughs> please forgive me i'm undereducated <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean what explain? so okay. anyway if you're watching um thanks for hanging around with us please yes. do hit the like button we could use that that helps yeah. a lot
0: I know, um, even if you don't like it. <laughs> even if you don't like it, would you just mind just clicking the like button? That would be great. Thanks. It's
1: like being You can leave a comment that says like I hate right you, now.
0: and that'll help too, because it's all about the algorithm, so uh, we don't care. You know, we'd oh, prefer we, it if you didn't say that you hated us, <laughs> because – We would care. <laughs> we would care. <laughs> we would say that. What happened? Oh, man, we really we do suck, don't we-, we? No, 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 no. <laughs> we're right, we're right, we're right. <laughs> okay so
1: anyway all right well thanks everybody for hanging around with us on this friday for our most recent edition of what the friday yes like um, subscribe
0: follow friend all of our information
1: yeah and if you're thinking about becoming a real estate agent or you are one and want to join a team that's just as bubbly and vivacious as we are (laughs) then let us know especially if you're good (laughs) and you're honest and just do a generally good job. That'd be awesome.
0: Uh, yeah. Honest is a big one. Okay. Thank right. you. Goodbye. Thanks everybody. Shake and bake. I love Shake you. Shake and
1: bake. Love you too, baby. See ya.